chapter 17 then her cognizance the lights on the ceiling weren't still they were moving one panel at a time they were long and fluorescent covered in long white and rectangular casings they were too bright so i shut my eyes again and pictured them instead i was moving but my legs weren't i was being pushed very quickly as i heard voices one calling my name and asking me to squeeze their hand to indicate that I could hear them, and the other, which I recognised, saying I would be alright. I tried to squeeze the hand, but the agony of even trying. I tried to clench my fist to absorb some pain, but that too was difficult. The cramps lasted a few minutes, then as though my body had taken to it, they seemed to subside a little. One of the voices communicated again. We're nearly there, Mrs. McKeady. We need to operate and get the fetus out and stop the pain and any further complications. I understand your husband's on his way, so we'll wait for him. But in the meantime, we'll give you something for the pain whilst we prep, okay? Then by instructing someone else, she said, Set up fluids for this patient, and I need five cc's of morphine now, please. I'm not sure how I'd managed it, but I'd been able to open the front door for Nina, from what I recalled. The rest was a total blur. I started to feel the morphine kicking in and immediately felt respite. The relief caused me to relax a lot more and attempt to recollect events from the night. I thought of my mother and visualised what she would say. Then it hit me that I hadn't told her of the events which had led me to being in hospital. Jesus, I thought. Only I'd said it out loud. I looked over to one side of the bed. Nina was fetching a cup of coffee, and on the other side was an empty chair, I guessed for other visitors. My mind went back to my mother. I had a sudden urge to check the time. It might not be too late to call her after all. My heart sank a little more as I felt subdued. I was saddened, knowing just how my mum would react and how she'd cry. For all I knew, she would probably blame me for the rape, and worst of all, for the baby growing in the wrong place. She was always on my case about children, citing that they were the glue in a marriage, but I wasn't sure I agreed with her, most especially because my brother and I, who should have been the glue in her and my father's marriage, obviously didn't bond them well together. My ambivalence had eased a little in the last couple of years, but I still believed that our lifestyle would be impinged upon a great deal. Nevertheless, I had to break this news to my mother, but I was hesitant on whether to inform her now or after the surgery. I knew that the minute she put the receiver down, she dropped to her knees in prayer. Perhaps I needed that too. Nina returned with the styrofoam cup in her hand, and the strong smell hit my stomach, instantly making me want to throw up. She squeezed my hand and asked how I was feeling. I'm so sorry for ruining your night. I'm so grateful that you came back though, and I don't know what I would have done without you, I said. I was holding back tears because I realised that a terrible thing could have happened, and no one would have been any wiser. Don't worry, honey, she said. There are lots more nights for me to meet with Derek. Anyway, he understood right away when I explained to him what had happened. I noticed that Nara had a spark in her eyes when she mentioned Derek's name. It seemed both strange and yet warm at the same time. Finally, she'd met someone who made her happy. To me, that was special because she was a special lady. Oh, by the way, she said jumping up, Caleb will be here in ten minutes. And I called Lauren and Effie. 
She had a grave look on her face and sounded just as serious. I know you haven't told them, but how do you think they'll feel when you eventually explain why you had surgery? We're your best friends and we love you no matter what. At this, I couldn't hold it in any longer. I burst out into hot tears. It wasn't about the girls or now finding love or even that I was in pain, but because when I found out about the baby, I'd grown used to the idea and formed an odd bond with it. I had understood that it wouldn't make it out alive, but I was beginning to feel what other women felt during times when their pregnancies hadn't kept. I laid back in the bed and shut my eyes. Nina sat next to me whilst she fiddled with her phone. I imagined myself a mother one more time before drifting off to sleep. I heard a rough scraping sound, same as I'd heard when I was wheeled in. I kept my eyes closed and hoped I would have the surgery soon enough so I could feel myself again. There was a rustling noise coming from the same direction as the scraping, but I kept my eyes closed. Then a soft giggle followed. I wanted to open my eyes, but I couldn't. How strange. The giggling turned into laughter, and then it stopped. I heard a woman say, I can't wait to see our baby. She seemed to be talking to herself. She sounded young. Then she said, I think he'll have your beautiful eyes and lips and hands and... I was beginning to shift to my bed at this point. Then finally the other person whispered, Look how big and beautiful your tummy is. I can't believe our baby's in there. This time, I forced my eyes open and there was Caleb standing over another woman kissing her huge belly. I stared at them for a minute and started to get out of my bed shouting, Caleb! As surely as I'd called his name, I'd heard a response. This time, when my eyes opened, he was right there, next to me. Ten minutes later, I was being wheeled into surgery. Annalise had turned up a minute after Caleb and explained to me again that the procedure was keyhole, to remove the baby and my fallopian tube. I could see the concern in Caleb's face, but I squeezed his hand, assuring him that everything would be alright. Somehow, I felt a calm I hadn't before, and I knew I'd be okay. I also knew that more than anything, I wanted us to try for a baby. And as though he knew, Caleb whispered in my ear, You're beautiful, as we pushed through the double white doors and into the operating theatre.